Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. Sitting in front of me, a veteran of this podcast, the lovely Sally DeFreeze. Sally, what's going on? What's up, Brett? How are you doing? Just having all my drinks in front of me right now. So if you hear all me, I'm just like very dehydrated. So I'm going to be sipping some water and also some sparkling watermelon juice from Trader Joe's. Okay. Spart- so we're working with sparkling watermelon juice. We're working with a tumbler of Vizzy, I would presume. No, that's water. Okay. That's, this Vizzy's on this this episode today. I, so. I would be down for Vizzy, but I am, I got to keep it sober today. Oh. Oh, Okay. Because I got to go feed Fred's up. Got it, got it, got it. I was like, are we dropping news here? No, no, no. No, no. no. (laughs) It's just, it's like hard to booze up on a Wednesday now for me. Like, yeah, that's fair. I keep it to the weekends. It makes it like a Thursday here and there. Yeah, like a weeknight. I definitely had some stout wine pours last night. Oh, let's go. What are we working with? Like, September in Austin is very different than September in upstate New York. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I, we had, a full-bodied red, which is, doesn't li- really legit. doesn't really go with the weather. Okay, um, yeah, it's, I, it's a, a thousand degrees right now. Yeah, it's a thousand degrees. I actually one of my favorites is um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast before. Love you bunches. Ooh, it's a effervescent red. Well, it's a uh, they say bring me to life, right? I think it's <laughs> evanescence. Oh, uh, different. My immortal. Um, you cry. Adam has no idea what does those he, songs like, are. I think he's Googling what Evanescence is. I know that one. He, he says he does know Evanescence. That's shocking to me. Um, okay. No, but Love You Bunches, it's served cold. I think it's Sangiovese, and it's like effervescent, so it's got a little bubble to it. It's like a nice little summer red, and that's what I requested we'll go get Oh, last night. Okay. He was going to get Via 313, and then he went and got a bottle of wine, but he got something else, and that was it was good. I needed okay. it. San Giovese. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of Italian wines. Give me an Italian red. Or is that a uh, Spanish wine? San Giovese has to be Italian, right? Uh, uh, we can't, you can't be super sure on this podcast because people will come for you. Okay, I want to say this. I don't know anything about Spanish or Italian wines. I don't, I think, have you Googled it? It says USA, but I'm, I'm getting the San Giovese uh, grape. Or variety is, I'm sure, not a USA product. And now, like, I'm going to have to cut this out because then people are going to come for my neck saying, you don't know anything about wine, you uncultured San Giovese is a red Italian wine grape. Okay, okay. Which, we were we were there. We just had to double double check. My, if you get outside the normal, like, if you get outside the Pinots and stuff, that's when well, my knowledge but, but I goes know down I know only, quickly. like, wine in terms of, like, French varietals. Okay. Like, Bordeaux. Cab and Bordeaux yeah. and, you know. So I know some uh, Italian okay. varietals, like Chianti or something, but like also not enough to make a decision. When, like whenever we go to Italian restaurants and the yeah. whole menu is Italian wines, I'm like, uh, like I I can only put it in terms of like what a ca- like if I'm in Napa, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? that's fair, totally. And I'm very okay admitting that to everyone. Yeah, I'm not a wine guy. Oh well, I am. Let me. I put like it, I, wine. We love wine. I don't know what I'm talking about. Correct. To a point, right? I, I can get you. But no one's like what level my opinion two. about wine is. I mean, I just said, I just uh, gave an opinion about a bottle of wine, which is really good. Okay. But like, no one, I'm not going to like tell you what the palate is or anything. Like, sure. I don't know that. Yeah. There, there's, and everybody's different, right? With their palates. 
But there is something to be said for like a good $20 bottle of wine. Yeah. Or a good $12 bottle of wine, right? Like everybody knows Camus is good, but do you know that Bonanza is made with Camus stuff? So it's like, okay, for 20 bucks, I, I can basically have Camus. Do you know, can you name a Spanish varietal? Tempranillo. That's what I, I fucked with that, Tempranillos. That's I why. I think that's the like only one that I couldn't name. Yeah, that's, that's off the top of my head. Bordeaux is French. Sangiovese, uh, Mount Etna Rosso, by the way, has to be uh, brewed is the wrong word. What am I trying to say? Has to be made into wine. Distilled? No. What is the word for making wine? No. I brain fart here, but. (laughs) This is a wine podcast that's very (laughs) misinformed. (laughs) Uh, Mount Etna Rosso has to be made in like the. Whether uh, it, whether it's the shadow of Mount Etna or the like, the rain, you know, like uh-huh. the watershed of Mount Etna, or else you can't call it a Mount Etna Rosso. Well, that's the same thing with champagne. It's like you, it's not technically mm-hmm. a champagne. It's let, unless it's made in the Champagne region of France. Right. So that's why the rest of them are called like sparkling wines or brut. Or is that just? Am I wrong there? B R U T with the little oblong. Ob- like yeah. Is that champagne? I think that that's rever- referring to like the dryness of the wine. Got it. Okay. Well, we're, we did our best there. I think. Please don't come for me. Wine, Instagram, Twitter. I don't. Or care. do uh, engagement off off the off the hook for that. Yeah, I mean, you can maybe feel free to throw some resources my way. <laughs> I have other friends who like legitimately have okay. like a level one or level two psalm. That oh, that's cool. Are just like as a hobby or because they wanted to do it mm-hmm. and i trust them when we go out with them or like i'll text one of them and be like what what do you think about this and they'll be mm. like here's my recommendations i got you see i i love that. Say that i just pick it off labels but i also just like yeah oh if, if you have a cool label that i want in my house yeah you're... if you have a 20 dollar bottle of wine with like a semi-decent label i'm mm-hmm. probably gonna buy it i have a very distinct like if you were at my apartment you'd be like oh you you like a certain label. Yeah. Like it's kind of like old map looking labels. I'm a sucker for well, any I, I judge book, books by their cover all the time. So like there you go. this makes sense. We're a wine podcast, Adam. If you can clip this and make wine Twitter mad, Just I'd be all it for it. To like the Wino podcast instead of like the mail in. And then we'll change like the little AOL guys to like they'll be holding glasses of wine. Uh, perfect. I love okay, it. Okay, podcast over. Let's go. <laughs> you may be wondering what these uh, actual podcast is about. If you're here for the first time, we do our best to answer your questions. You may run into situations in your 20s or 30s that you need help with, and we are here to do just that. Maybe get a laugh in, walk away with something useful. That's what we're going to do here. How can you help us out? Tell a friend about the podcast. It's one of the easiest ways to get into Wash Media. Send them a clip or a segment that made sense for their situation, subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, maybe hit the hotline, leave us a voicemail. That's 888-362-MAIL, 888-362-6245, or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail in Podcast. Sally, are you ready for question number one? I'm ready. Let's I'm do it. I'm trying to pull the thing back up, but just read it. We can go. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Hey, guys. At what point is it bad to break things off over text? I met a girl on Hinge and we went on four dates and only MO'd, no ST. So if you're doing a most. 
It took me, I had to read that like three times. And I was like, what yeah. does ST stand for? Is that some sort of new sexual act? And then I was like, oh, it sucked titties. Yeah, it sucked titties. You have to like read it in the context. Right. The so we only, of the mosting, he only mowed. Made out. Made out. Got it. Yep. When I knew I didn't want to keep seeing her, I decided to break things off over text rather than wait until the next time we hung out. It ended with her going off about respect and then a drink down my back the next time I ran into her at a bar. Adam's like, oh man, shaking his head. Obviously in person is ideal in most situations, but over text is a way easier way out. No shit. And acceptable up to a point. Shoe on the other, shoe on the other point. This is read in context. I wouldn't have had her reaction. With no talk prior about feelings, is using text okay? Yes. Oh no. Oh, are you a no? I don't. I think you have to like. If you've gone, if you've, well, okay. I've because I've ghosted before. Uh, texting's better than ghosting. Agreed. Anything's better than ghosting. Agreed. And I think, um, are you surprised that I said yes? Yeah, okay. I am. I am. Um, I don't know. I thought you would have the. No, like if you've been on four dates, you need to do something in person or call or, well, you know, a text is not going to be sufficient in that case. Yeah, I I mean, yes, obviously there is like a ladder of respect. So like the highest rung would be like in person. Sounds and the very lowest like, rung is, write a book of you, the yeah. ladder of respect. Uh, <laughs> the lowest rung is ghosting. <laughs> Ghosting's terrible. Don't do it. I totally agree. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. I honestly think... Is my opinion just so low of people now that like I'm I'm proud of this guy for not ghosting her? Like you know what I'm Ooh. saying? Am I just, <laughs> are my expectations just so in the in the dumpster that I'm like, well, he didn't ghost her. Hey, he shot her a text. He didn't ghost her. No, I think in reality, I think you're right here up to a point. I'm just trying to figure out what that point is. See, I think personally, again, it's been a while since I dated, but okay, I would rather. People be honest with me. Mm-hmm. And so much of the way that we communicate now is with people via text. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost, it might be more awkward to call. Cause like, do y'all talk on the phone that often? Like, you're going to be like, let me call you up. Yeah. Probably now not she's yet. I think something horrible's happened. Yeah. Four dates and a, on, from a hinge point. Like the, that's, yeah. that's the spectrum here. It's like mm-hmm. four dates and you've made out. I think that a text is fine. Like you've met each other's parents. Probably requires more than that. Agreed. It's all on a spectrum. And he did the right thing by, like, telling her. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she reacted in a way, like, she personally would have liked to be told in person. But also, at the same time, would she have handled it the same way in person? Probably. Like, people get upset and pissed off, and they're not going to, like, take it well when you're rejecting them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when when you're actively being like, I don't want to be with you anymore. There is a point... In the past when I would have said that this is not acceptable. But I think that the way we communicate with people now is largely via text. Sure. And the the act of breaking up with somebody or rejecting them or ending things, whatever, should mirror the relationship. And to me, this mirrors the relationship. Got it. Okay. I think that's fair. For for dates, I'm I'm trying to figure out if any of these dates were like a hanging out at the apartment or if it's like we went to Applebee's four times. And made out. Fancy like? Yeah. Applebee's? Oh, their happy hour's phenomenal. 
fucking hate that commercial. Uh, it doesn't matter. To me, I'm like, I, I'm trying to let's, put let's go of where this, uh, I think, I think she's going to have that reaction probably regardless of how he does it. Okay. At least he didn't ghost her. He mm-hmm. was honest with her. Her putting her like a drink down your back kind of sucks. Yeah, that's no fun. But I also think if she goes around town and like bad mouths them to everyone, I think most people are going to be like, this is not that big yeah, of a deal. It's like, what do you, why'd you do that? I mean, I feel like her story is going to get bigger the more she bad mouths. Right. Like, it, I think, we dated for two months right. and he texted me saying, whatever. Right. And that was that. But that's not the case. What would you say like constitutes being broken up with in person? Like how far into the world? I actually like what you said before where it's like meeting the parents. I think that is a surefire. Or like had sex multiple times that was not like a one night stand. Yeah. Yeah. If you are. Sober sex. Oh, sober sex. Sober sex absolutely requires being broken up with the person. Same wavelength. But like obviously you go on one hinge date. It doesn't go well. That's an easy text. That's not like I need to call you. Or, I think one hinge date, one, you might not even need to. That might be them. a ghost. Not yeah. a ghost. but like a, I don't even think that's technically ghosting because I think yeah. there's times where you just like, like we went on a date, you tried it out. If you're not going to see each other out in the wild again, you probably don't even need to see What anything. about going as far, if you've seen each other naked, Is that a, it, does that constitute in person? Is that the bar? I think it depends on the context. Were you okay. drunk, naked? Ooh, okay. 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 Just seems know. less personal. <laughs> I don't. Know. I don't know. It's, it's hard like to say. Personal. I mean, obviously, every situation is different. Uh, what I'm What I'm getting at here is, she was probably not going to take it well, regardless. Yeah. Of what happened. She was thinking you guys were destined for something right. serious here, and that's probably where her frustration. And I don't from. know that it deserves a "you don't respect me" conversation because I do think that he did respect her by being like this isn't gonna work out yeah yeah. we need to see the text he wasn't just like yeah we're done but like if you've only been on four dates and you take someone on the fifth date to break up with him Mm -hmm. if you're the other party if i'm the person getting broken up with i'm like you literally took me to dinner and then now you're gonna break up with me oh okay like this is 20 percent of the times we've hung out you just broke up with me (laughs) he's like you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. like, no, when when you when you say it out loud, when you're when you walk it through, like to me, I would be like, oh, that's the respectable thing. Take him out for a drink and be like, hey, this is not going to work, but like, let's be friends. That, in theory, sure, but in practice, I don't want that to happen to me. So correct. Now you I'm don't like, want you don't want to have to do it because it's going to be awkward, and yep. you don't want it to happen to you because it it's sucks. Awkward. Like twenty percent of the time we find out, but like, <laughs> and like I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, I I just think it, so many women and men can say like do the respectable thing and mm-hmm. do it in person or you know in a phone call, but I, it's twenty twenty one. Like we text with pretty much ninety percent of the people we interact with. Mm-hmm. I mean. Or 90% of our interactions with one person that we're super close with. Like, I mean, think about how much you talk to Caroline or, like, I talk to Will. Like, Yeah. I mean, Will and I live together and we have a kid. That's why we talk so much in person. Right. So, otherwise, we'd, we should be texting. We'd Caroline and I just snap message. Yeah. No, I'm So, kidding. it disappears. <laughs> I, I don't – we don't snap at all. I said, yeah. I <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I think we handled this one. Yeah. That's well, fine. I guess, actually, if you had, like, a 100-day snap streak going with someone, remember those? Sally, I had a girl that I 
actually a girl that I ghosted that would get mad, like tears mad if I broke a snap streak. Yeah. Being like, why the fuck don't you like me? We are at day 62 of a snap. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Will and I had a snap streak when we had started dating. Okay. And it, we got like almost to a year and he broke it. And I was like devastated. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> this is not important at all. I would, but we'd be, <laughs> This that's, is actually the dumbest thing. <laughs> we'd be like nine. And I just like wouldn't snap back. Yeah. Like, and I would get a text like, oh, cool. Like, guess you hate me. I was like, oh. I mean, low key Snapchat sucks. Yeah, I don't. Does don't anybody snap use Snapchat anymore? Um, does anybody use Snapchat? Snapchat's anymore? cool now. It is gone. It's a hit or miss. Snapchat okay. was cool in high school and college, then lulled, and then got back to being cool somehow with the kids. Do not, you think? Not kids. No, like it's not 18. as cool as like TikTok though. No, 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 no. TikTok took everybody over. But Adam Snapchat, is cringing like he thinks that we're like it, it, grandparents he, yeah, talking he, about the internet. We're two olds talking about the internet. Adam was <laughs> not even born on September 11th. Okay, he was one. <laughs> but it is, yeah. I like legitimately was scared for a second. I was like, he's going to say he wasn't alive during September 11th. No, no, he he was doesn't remember it. That's for sure. Second grade, Mr. Luciano's classroom. Shouts to uh, that's that's got to be an intern question for y'all. Like, were yeah. you alive when this happened? Yeah. Because otherwise, you're definitely not going to be able to connect with Dylan. Like, <laughs> well, Dylan was 25. <laughs> Dylan had kids at that point. Uh, somber anniversary coming up, by the way. Yeah, we're uh, not making light. We're not making a joke out of it. Correct. We're making a joke out of Adam's age. Yes. What's my age again? Let's talk about our friends at Early Bird CBD. Yes. Are you familiar, Sally, with Early Bird? Yeah. 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 Early Bird gummies are night, recreational hemp. And contain approximately 2.5 milligrams of natural THC and uh, also 12.5 milligrams of CBD in each gummy. They are, without a doubt, the best CBD product I've ever tried in my life. Bar none. Because one, it gives you a little, like an actual little buzz, like a little high. And two, it's not strong enough to to not be able to work on like I can do them. I can, I can have a gummy here at the office and be 1000% fine doing emails, but I do have a feeling of relaxation. I've said this, I think on the record before CBD doesn't do shit for me. Like I I just think that for me, I'm like, I don't know that this affects my body. Mm -hmm. This is the only one that I've ever felt and enjoyed taking because of that reason. You, you can take them. You can go play beach volleyball. I mean, you can take two and have a glass of wine at Heather McMahon and, like, not really remember what you did the next <laughs> you can, Yeah, you can have uh, – you can the, – the idea here is there's actual THC in this. It's legal. Get a little, uh, little wild at Heather McMahon. Who is Heather McMahon? She's, a, she's, like, an Instagram comedian that I went to her show while Will, like, stayed home with Fritz. Okay. And it was when – so Caitlin and I went, Micah's fiance, yep. and we took one at dinner. I was like, this is going to be really fun. And then uh-huh. at the show, we're like, let's take another. <laughs> and we were lit up. Let's go. We had a little party. Okay. that's the, the See, that's the deal here with, with a natural THC gummy. Take one. Take one, relax. And see how you feel Yeah. before you're popping four, right? Yeah, like, don't pop four. Don't pop but four. I, like, for someone who's, like, very naive about my body doesn't take these things, like, 
Two was a perfect amount. Perfect amount. Probably the two margaritas on top of it was not the perfect amount, but the two we were at was like, that was a great level to go see a comedy show. Love it. Yeah, it was perfect. My, we're microdosing THC ahead of comedy shows. Correct. You know where I could have used this? At the hot tub in Breck. Probably. Without, and not the, the real one. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, yeah. So, Early Bird, we're just, we're just a big fan because they've been with Wash Media forever. Yeah, they're the best. Literally, the Early Bird CBD studio was the first ever uh, venue for this podcast, I think. Correct. Right? Well, no, I guess it was at Grand Ice, the new version of this podcast. Right. Uh, here's what you can do. Get some Early Bird. Take some before going out. Take some before you're doing a, a day of work. Take some uh, before you go to sleep. I've done that. Love the product. Love the taste. Love the formula. Love what they're doing at Early Bird. They're Austin-based and support local all across Texas. Hop at earlybirdcbd.com and use promo code MAIL for 20% off your order. Again, that's earlybirdcbd.com, promo code MAIL at checkout, and get some early bird in your in your routine. I love it. Sally loves it. We all love it over here. How about a voicemail, Sal? Let's do it. Hello, Brett and guest. I am calling in with a weird situation, and I would love your take. So I have a friend from college, um, not my best friend, but a good friend. We were roommates for a couple of years, uh, that kind of situation. And we kept in touch since before the pandemic. Well, I got engaged in November. I'm getting married this October. I sent her a save the date earlier this year in February. And she responded, excited. And then she got engaged in March. I just found out a couple weeks ago that her wedding is the day before mine. And I found out through a mutual friend. She did not tell me herself. So I think it's pretty clear that she's not coming to my wedding and I'm not invited to hers. Is this her way of saying the friendship is over? Should I reach out to her? Is this the end? What do you think? All right. I'll listen. Is friendship over, Sally? How? Wait, recap me. How long have they known each other? Uh, college roommates. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have been a part of this situation. Oh no! Not like okay. not me personally, but I've watched okay. this happen to friends. Gotcha. Um, she needs to reach out to her because I think that warrants a conversation. Honestly, mm-hmm. what sucks about and especially probably post COVID now that people are like trying to put weddings in when they had to not have them happen for like a year. Mm -hmm. But even when pre COVID times, when like all my friends were getting married, there just are like specific weekends that like, especially in the fall, maybe where like, that's the only time that it can happen because X, Y, Z is happening. Like there's a Texas game or blah, blah, blah. So like there were the same like Mm -hmm. four or five weekends in a fall or winter that like people got married during and, Obviously, it led to some, like, weirdness because there's always, you know, you have your wedding the week after somebody, and then it's, like, awkward because, obviously, the people who were the week before can't go because they're probably on their honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And the day before is a big move. Like, she should have reached out. I've had friends, so I had friends, like, immediately post-college. We were probably two years post-grad. 
two guys that I knew that were fraternity brothers, but like their fiancés were not really friends, but okay. a big chunk of the friend group like was, was going to go to yeah. both. Scheduled on the same day. And basically like one of my friends had to call his old fraternity brother and be like, you have to move your wedding. We scheduled it first. You can't ask half of our friend group to like make a decision mm-hmm. to go to one or the other. That's bullshit and rude. Yeah. And they ended up moving it. Wow. Okay. But I mean, that's true too. You've got to think about your guests. Um, Absolutely. And it's like, we were kind of in a similar situation and obviously we didn't, we moved our wedding anyway, Mm -hmm. but we had, you know, we were going to ask for a lot of people to travel to ours when we were going to have it in Michigan. And Mm -hmm. then we had another friend who was going to get married and then people were going to have to travel there. So it was going to be like two weeks later. And we were like, well, that kind of sucks for all of our friends. Gotcha. But we had a conversation about it. We like talked about it when they had scheduled it and it would have been fine. And then COVID happened. So literally didn't matter, but it's a conversation that needs to be had, especially if there's overlap. I mean, college roommate, you definitely have some overlapping friends. This means that there's, I mean, she said a mutual friend who knows about the wedding, Mm -hmm. like there's going to be people at that wedding and then at her wedding. And that like already puts a stressor on people. Like people don't, it, as much as I love weddings and love going to weddings, it's, Mm -hmm. It's not like a benign thing. You still have to like make plans. You still have to usually travel, get a hotel room, et cetera. So totally. like to have to do that for two different people on the same weekend kind of is annoying. Yeah. And kind of shitty of the friend to one, book it the day before hers mm-hmm. and two, not say anything to her. And three, like just not even acknowledge the fact that about how weird that is. Zero acknowledgement. And first of all, congrats on the, Pending wedding and nuptials, um, but I, I I just kind of like how do you as the friend, not that you knew you were getting engaged, I guess, but like you probably you probably had an idea like well, and there's engaged always like and there I'm sure there's there's circumstances that could be like totally out of people's control, right? Like, but there's always like that. This is the only time we can get a venue, yeah. or um. You know, we're trying to get married on my like grandma's grandmother's anniversary. anniversary, Like, have to conceive on the 60th wedding anniversary, and we're trying to do it on the same day. I get those. Mm -hmm. I I honestly think that if it's your college roommate and y'all are good friends, Mm -hmm. like a good friend's not going to do that if she got engaged after you. And I know that that sounds petty and people should be selfish. It's their day, et cetera. But like also at the same time, you have to think about your friend group and not only like your friend that you're affecting by putting their wedding the day or even the week before. Also like didn't even give the caller an invite. Right. Which is like even more crazy. Like to me, this, this is shady of that friend. And I would say, yeah, your friendship's probably over. But I do think that it warrants if if the caller wants to mm-hmm. saying something to the friend being like, this kind of hurts my feelings. I totally agree. Cause not only was I going to invite you to mine, which you're now not going to attend cause it'll be the day after your wedding, but also you're like putting like some of our guests are going to have to choose. Yeah. I even think she mentioned in the call that the friend already was like, yeah, I, I'm excited to go to your wedding when a yeah. save the date came out. So it's, it's she it's, also it's like just, new, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. This so, is just shady from the friend all around. I've so I've obviously, like I said, never been same. I've witnessed the same weekend, which ended up getting worked out. But I, there have been ex- like 
instances where it's like happened a week or two before. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to like roll with the punches on that one. Like people are all getting married at the same time. There's a finite number of weekends. Also the people getting married have to like, they can't take every friend into account. They have to like do what's best for them and their family Mm -hmm. first. Sure. But this is, yeah, this is shitty of, of the college yeah. roommate. Worth a reach out. We can we can solve a lot of problems on this podcast by communication. Right. I think that we I think we worth a reach out. She's not gonna change it. No. But it's like good to let her know that it hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, you know, your good, real friends will be there. Agreed. Agreed. I think we got that one as well as we could. That's a yeah. shitty situation. But though. it sucks. And I feel for this girl. I do too. Congrats on the wedding. And Let's sorry, do the next one. Shitty. Yeah, sorry, you have a shitty friend anymore. There you go. Don't even send her a wedding gift. <laughs> or do, out of spite. I don't know. But it's just like a shitty, like, tablecloth. Yeah. Send her something. Send her something that, that's annoying, like an ice cream maker. Yeah, like, but like a shitty one. A heavy one that they have to move all the time. Yeah, but like, you can't take back because there's no gift receipt. Yeah. And you, like, break it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big game and company. Writing in today with one that's really, for lack of a better way to put it, bothering the shit out of me. Recently reconnected with a friend from college. We picked up where we left off several years ago and have struck our friendship back up, which was seemingly going great. Then he got a new girlfriend. Essentially, she is the ultimate stereotype of the pyramid scheme girl boss, grifter. She's loud, she's rude, and honestly, she's also pretty mean. She puts him down in public, and him being soft-spoken, uh, a soft-spoken guy who doesn't want to make a scene, he just takes it. She's also incredibly rude to my girlfriend, who she later tried to exchange phone numbers with so they could hang out, a.k.a. picture on her pyramid scheme. That was the last straw for me, and quite frankly, I'm not going to be spending any more time with him as long as she's around. What do I do here? Is it my place to tell him his girlfriend sucks? And she's going to drive everyone in his life away. I think something has to be done before she totally jacks his life up. Thanks. Uh oh. Girl boss. <laughs> What's this girl's name? I uh oh. Sarah. No, she's like an alley. She's an alley, yeah. Alley. 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 Girl she's boss. She's like hawking rodent in fields. What's rodent in fields? It's like a skincare line. What's the wine one? There's a wine one? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Jana Kramer does it. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, like a skin or like a... Like hair care. I've seen them all, right? There's like hair yeah. care ones. There's shampoo. There's... Shampoo uh, is the Monat or whatever. Monat? I think... I've heard of that. And, like, caused a lot of people to lose their hair. But, like, oh. people are making millions off of it. You know, being a girl boss. These people are the worst. And they have no self-awareness. Or they do and they just don't give a shit. They just have no mm-hmm. shame. I'm fine with the girl boss stereotype. If you're a girl boss, awesome. If you're a pyramid scheme grifter girl boss, that's a... Well, those are two different things. There's right. like, being right, a girl right, right. boss and then there's being an... Mid-level marketing schemer. Correct. <laughs> Have you ever been tempted by one of these? To be in an MLM? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Uh, I, I again. Or do you have goes, friends that have have they've lost their 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 mind? I've had and, friends who have done it. Okay. Um, and most of the time, I'm just like, cool. 
Like, but I've never had friends who were like, but the friends I've had who've been part of MLMs, it's not like they were like really outspoken. It's mostly because like they used the product and they wanted to like get free shit or like, you know, like they weren't like hawking stuff at us, which was nice. Okay. Because like I probably would have to like unfriend somebody if they were like hounding me about joining their pyramid scheme. Mm -hmm. Like I'm. I know a couple of girlfriends, not girlfriends, like friends, mutual friends, I guess, from like high school and college who do the MLM mm-hmm. thing. And that's fine. Whatever. Girl boss. But I, I wouldn't say that these people are girl bosses because like most of the girls who like are pitching me stuff on Instagram, like yeah. I'm referring specifically to a girl from high school who like I haven't talked to in 15 years mm-hmm. who like randomly DMs me once a year, like almost the exact same Hey, time. girl. Hey, girl. Uh, like she's not particularly smart, like, or like has a drive as to like be a girl boss, but she's like being handed all of the materials and then like, she just doesn't have shame. So she's just like Mm -hmm. punching it. Yeah. Really trying. What is our, what is our, our man's doing here with, uh, with Allie and well, it sucks that like, she's also a bitch. Yeah. It's like one thing to be a girl boss. But it's another thing to be a bitch. Well, it's like it's, it's one like two thing, different conversations. Like if, you're, if your friend is dating a girl who's like in a pyramid scheme, then like, then you're probably <laughs> making fun of her behind her back, being like, "Hallie's into pyramid schemes," yeah. and then you're like, uh-huh, "She's probably gonna hawk me some whatever hair care." But like, no mm-hmm. one, she's harmless, so it's like whatever, and everyone just like makes fun of her behind her back. Mm-hmm. But if she's like a bitch and chewing out your friend in public, and being rude to your girlfriend, then like that's a different. You don't have to also. Those aren't like. One and the same. Like you can you can be in a mid level marketing scheme and also be a bitch, mm-hmm. but you don't have not all mid level marketing schemes. They're not mutually exclusive, <laughs> right? No. Women are not bitches. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And not yeah, all bitches yeah, yeah. are pyramid schemes. Totally in pyramid schemes. <laughs> uh, you, but you, I think you you absolutely can tell your friend that his girlfriend sucks. I've t- I've yeah. told my friends that their girlfriends suck multiple times, to yeah. varying degrees of of responses but well here's the thing here's what you weighed against like you just he just said he's not going to hang out with him anymore mm-hmm. um so what does he have to lose by telling him that his girlfriend sucks and that's nothing? true because if you're not going to hang out with him and then he okay so you're not hanging out with him and then if you tell him and he doesn't want to hang out with you anymore well you already weren't going to hang out with him yeah so that's there's an option the other option is to kind of like ghost him a little bit mm-hmm. and if he values like that friendship or if he really was having fun with you, he's kind of like, then he reaches out to you and then you kind of have the conversation. Hey, uh, you know, no offense, but we don't have fun when you're around your girlfriend. If you want to hang out with me and go to the bar, perfect. But I don't, I don't want to hang out with you and your girlfriend. Neither does my girlfriend because Allie stinks. Well, yes, yes, that's an option. But at the same time, he's got, the girlfriend. So he's probably not going to be like reaching out to random friends. Cause when people get in relationships, especially at the beginning, they like honeymoon, get all wrapped up in that and they like over their other friends. And then what's going to happen is if they ever break up, he's going to realize that like he, yeah. all of his friends pieced out. Cause Allie was a snot. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth telling him. Yeah. And in the sense of like, Hey, she hasn't been like super nice to my girlfriend and she treats you terribly. Mm-hmm. And we all witness it. Because it sounds like this guy's not one to be uh, much of a guy to speak up. Right. And uh, Which, to be honest, you know. carries a risk because if you tell him all that, 
he's probably a pushover and he's going to listen to Allie and mm-hmm. he's going to stay with her. And then it's going to make for some awkward situations later on when like they inevitably get married and he's living in a McMansion because of her MLM empire. <laughs> and you get them a non-returnable ice cream maker. Correct. <laughs> but I, I mean, to me, what do you have to lose? I think he should say something. I agree. And it sucks. I, I think he, if he values the friendship, you say something. Yep, you say something. You have a new friend, a, a new old or an old new friend, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's worth getting ahead of it at this point and not taking Correct. it deep enough to really cause problems. Well, and yeah, you want to do it sooner than later because yep. at least she ju- he just started dating her. They're not like to engagement level yet because mm-hmm. then like the further they get into it, the harder it's going to be for you to be like, well, we've been silent for two years, but she sucks. Mm-hmm. Bam. Done. Let's do the next one, Sally. Hey, Brett and Sally. What do you recommend accomplishing or doing before having kids? Grad school, financial goals, home ownership, friendships, etc. Are there benchmarks to meet before bringing kids into the picture? And let me add this part. Has this answer changed since having a kid? Um... I don't know if it's changed. Okay. I, I guess if if we look at the things that I wanted to accomplish before I had a child, one of them was grad school, and mm-hmm. I did that. Let's go. Um, mostly because I cannot fathom being a parent and being in grad school. People did it, and props to them. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's circumstances are different, and sometimes kids just happen, and you you become a lot more resilient than you think you will totally. be. Like, I... I remember my biggest fear about having a kid was like, I'm never going to sleep and I really like naps and Mm -hmm. I'm really depressed about it. (laughs) And I'm not like napping to my heart's desire, but I'm still sleeping. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like you just adapt. But I would not have been able to do what I did for grad school Mm -hmm. with a child. It would have been really difficult. So yes, if that is, that's something that you're thinking about doing seriously, then I would do that before having a child. Gotcha. Um, I think, think that I always assumed that I would own a house mm-hmm. and thus having owned a house probably be pretty financially stable before having a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what that benchmark is. Uh, What's the saying is you can, you can never afford a, a child, right? Like, right. Un, you know, obviously exceptions, but you can't put off having a kid because you're like, oh, I want to be at a certain right. level of... I mean, when people say that about marriage too, I'm kind of like, okay, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, is having a kid a good idea? Probably not. Mm-hmm. No, but like, like credit card miles. <laughs> if if you have money saved up and you have a good job, then yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah, um, we don't own a house, and we are financially stable. But like, would I? I would love to have been like a millionaire. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, same, I mean, same. I think I would like every benchmark in my life. I would love to be a billionaire, but mm-hmm. I'm not. So, let me ask you on like the the travel front. Uh, that was the one thing I'm going to say that it was my biggest. Um, there's no regret because I I'm very glad that we had a kid when we did, and I we were ready, and mm-hmm. it came at a good time. But we there were a lot of trips that I wanted to take. That really COVID kind of put a kibosh on anyway. Yeah. So then it was like, well, we're not going to be able to travel for the foreseeable future, and I'm not going to, like, 
wait another three years so that we can get the trips take you know like mm -hmm. even if we wouldn't have had a kid now we still wouldn't have been able to take the trips that we wanted to or we would have just now being able to start because we want to do a lot of international stuff mm -hmm. um will and i talk about this now i'm like oh i want to go here but we can't do that with a kid yeah and that's okay like we'll get there or we won't and sure it'll be fine but I think for me, that was the one thing that I was pretty passionate about that we did a decent job at mm -hmm. um, that I would have liked to do more. Like there are trips like Japan or like any really anything not international. Like I wanted to do like New Zealand or like even be in Europe for several weeks. But you obviously taking a baby with you is a lot harder. Yeah. And I'm probably not going to take a kid to any of those locations till they're old enough to appreciate it and not be a dick totally so yeah. that was that was my one benchmark and we didn't meet it and that's okay like yeah of course you have an, you have an awesome kid and and we're still gonna go on a really awesome trip next summer and my parents are gonna watch them and it'll be fine but like yep. i think that's i think the one thing that i would have liked to do okay um, but, like, having a house was not that important to me, especially in this, like, real estate climate. Mm -hmm. um, grad school was important, but, like, had I had a kid in the middle of it, probably would have been fine. Sure. And it totally depends on what kind of grad school you're doing. Like, people have kids in grad school all the time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this differs a little bit whether or not you're the male or the woman, too. Like, Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot more of a stress on moms mm -hmm. because you your body totally changes you correct yeah. and like even though dads are going through it and having like the having a brand new baby it's a lot easier for a dad to go back to work than it is for a mom mm -hmm. and no offense against will he's a very big part of fritz's life but like he doesn't have to like feed fritz from his own body very true so i just want to I'll, I'll chip in as a guy who wants to have kids mm -hmm. and has like has had this question of what do I want to accomplish before having kids? Because you know you're, when you're 22, you're like, oh, I'm 27. I'm gonna have a kid at you know I'll be married and have a house and a kid and I'll be a little lead coach at 32, like type of thing. And obviously life happens and that's not the case. Um, but I think I still have the benchmarks of like I want to have a steady job. Mm -hmm. I want to. Travel, like you said, like I want to ski the Alps for a week and a half. I want to like stuff where I don't have responsibilities, mm -hmm. especially rearing a child. Right. So, yeah, I think, but like, I don't, I don't think I have grad school. I don't think I'm ever going to, or, you know, knock out what I do, but I can't, I, I can't afford to have four kids, mm -hmm. but like, I'm still going to want to, you know? And so I don't think I have benchmarks in the sense other than the travel yeah travel um, i think is a big one for yeah our generation and that's something i want to do kind of regard like that the, the kid i don't think the kid had puts a, a time stamp on it but it does make it more difficult I right guess. Yeah. so i know good good question there mm -hmm. introspective you know what else uh gets me introspective is it Vizzy? Vizzy yeah. does. You drink a nice, like a nice Vizzy on a dock or a boat, patio maybe. Ugh, that, I'm with just your kid? With my kid. I get my feelings. I was going to bring uh, Vizzy's to parts of soccer game this weekend because, you know, they have more vitamin C than an orange slice. Wow. <laughs> You're going to hand out Vizzy's to the kids? Yep. 
I don't think that we're allowed to say that we're handing out alcohol. No, to I was children. I was kidding, Vizzy. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll give one to Dylan though and myself. You and we'll Dylan, be on the sidelines. And, well, because really the orange slices should be for the kids. So the you, orange slices are for the kids. You get the orange slice vitamin C level. Correct. We need busy. the vitamin C because you we're save watching. The orange slices for the kids. Exactly. Right. right. Okay. Right. Okay. Although, hear me out. If there's some orange slices left over, I'll whip up a little Vizzy Sangria. Okay. I'm just going to say that right well, now. Well, like that's like quadrupling your vitamin C level. Great time of of. The, the pandemic, just ongoing, vitamin C through the roof. You got to do it. Just saying. Uh, Vizzy makes my choice at the grocery store easy because you walk down the aisle and you, you see all the seltzers. There's everybody and their brother has a seltzer these days. But Vizzy's got that little orange box with all the flavors in the world. And it's just, it's, I, I just know exactly where to go because I see it. I'm like, I want that. There'll be uh, lemonade flavors. Have you tried those? And mm-hmm. the watermelon flavors? Yeah. Oh, buddy. So good. Vizzy is the only hard seltzer with the super fruit acerola. 30 times more vitamin C per cup than an orange like we mentioned. And I've just been doing them all summer. And I, I will continue to do them as summer wanes Have you made here. an acerola spritz? I have not done an acerola spritz. I might though. <laughs> will did one the other day. Really? They were good. Oh, I'm going to have to do his recipe then. I think he did one for Happy Hour Live. Really? Yeah. Well, you didn't tell us that. Maybe he just made it. Maybe he didn't do it for Happy Hour Live. I thought he did, but he made one, and they were good. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to ask his his Vizzy Acerola Spritz. You recipe. basically like replace the Prosecco of a of an Aperol Spritz with okay. Vizzy. Okay. Okay. I, I'm in on that. You I just think. you basically put like some Aperol and a Vizzy and an mm-hmm. orange slice. Yeah, sounds really good. It's I've been delightful. doing. I've done some Vizzy Moses. Yeah, lemonade Vizzy, a um, little bit of OJ, a little bit of champagne. Yeah, delightful. Delightful. There's a lot of different drinks you could avenues you can go down. Absolutely. I like to put a little fresh fruit in mine. Oh, a little of course. Ice, little blueberries. Little, like, yeah, little blueberries. Yeah. A little ice, so you make like basically like a wine cooler. Very nice. I bought a blueberry bush, by the way. Wow. For my new spot that I'm moving to. So you're just going to like put fresh blueberries Fresh blooms all over the place. The blueberry pomegranate one? Blueberry pomegranate. Blueberry pomegranate Vizzy with fresh blooms. Do you know how <sighs> Come on. tight you look when you're just drinking like a like a refreshing summer cocktail mm-hmm. like in a giant like goblet glass with like ice, like the nugget ice and then like fresh blueberries and pomegranates. But then the the drink just tastes like that. It's, yeah, you're speaking it's only my language. Calories. Speak my language. Only a hundred calories, five percent alcohol by volume. You can't beat it. We're doing busies this summer. And those are coasting drinks because, like, if you those put like liquor drinks. in one of those, you you like black out accidentally. Okay, if you drink like <laughs> eight busies over the course of a day. Yeah, you're fine. You're gonna be you're great, great, and your calories are super low. Absolutely, that's math. Upgrade your hard seltzer to busy. Get a coastal drink or a coasting drink is coasting drink. I said coastal because it's like oh. yeah, but you're co- you can drink a coasting drink on the coast. There we go. We landed that plane. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. You must be twenty one plus to order. How about the next one, Sally? Okay. Hello, Breton guest. I am entering the dating scene again. And I am wondering if I need to preface to potential partners that I have friends of the opposite gender. 
For reference, I'm a 27-year-old cis white male and teach fourth grade. I mention this because for the last eight years through school or teaching, I have been surrounded by a majority of females. During this time, I've had to learn how to become friends with them platonically. I know former host Lily doesn't believe in being friends with the opposite gender because one of the two probably wants to hook up. That was not her. That was me. Oh. Well, it could have been Lily too, but it was definitely, I've always had that opinion. I don't have a problem being friends with them because I have two dating rules. One, don't hook up with coworkers. And two, don't date a teacher because I don't want to talk about school all the time with a partner. The last person I dated was not a fan of me being friends with other females. And do I need to bring this up to potential new ladies? And if so, how? Um. I actually can kind of relate to this because I had friends who were male nurses. Sure. And then like when I, like then I went to grad school with them, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and that's a very female dominated um, profession. Okay. So I, I get this and we, um, we did have a couple guy friends who like dated girls that came around. Interesting. Um, Here's my thought, though. Okay. Um, Does this opinion still hold, by the way? Uh, yes, that opinion holds, but okay. I don't think in this situation, really. Because okay. I feel like if I knew someone, like their all of their work friends were girls, mm-hmm. you know, I think I would just assume, okay, like you're just literally around girls all the time. Like, Okay. Um, Is that a positive or negative assumption? I, in your there's, mind, there's right? no like positive or negative. Okay, no like, connotation to it. Just correct, because I, I I'm thinking about like my guy friends who were nurses. Like I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like the same thing. It's like he, one of my guy friends who was a nurse. It's like he would have never dated any of us, and he mm-hmm. really didn't want to date any nurses. Because it's like, it. a lot of yeah. And like, I feel like whenever we were around, like we would, you know, he was one of my friends on night shift. We would. Like, go out the next morning and go have, like, mimosas and then go to oh, bed. Oh, fun. You know, like, yeah. and we would meet up, like, all of our work friends together on weekends and stuff. But mm-hmm. it was, like, we were together. We literally only talked about work. It wasn't like we had, like, super deep friendships. Yeah. So my question, I guess, to this guy is, like, I feel like this is only a problem if, like, your literal best friend is a girl. And then I think that that okay. maybe requires some, like. Massaging, in a way. Of- like, some, like, backstory of, gotcha. like. You know, she's like my best friend at work, whatever. Okay. But I think having to explain to somebody like I'm a teacher and I'm around women all the time. It's sort of like a built in. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. And if you're the girl in this situation and he's like, yeah, I'm around women all the, like, all the time, all teachers. And you don't like like that. I don't I don't necessarily understand. But like that. I think that you could say like Say it was the opposite. Like, say, I mean, okay, let's call a spade a spade here. Like, Washed as a company has all male employees that work at the office. Yeah. Besides me. It's true. And I'm a contractor. So. (laughs) Hard hat. Hard hat. I'm a contractor. Say say y'all got a female employee, okay? And she's hanging out with a guy, and the guy's like, you literally work with, like, all dudes? All dudes. I think it totally depends on what her relationship with y'all is like okay. or what his relationship is with the teachers. Like if she's like has deep friendships with all of y'all 
and that's like her only friendships, then probably the guy's going to be like, okay, that's weird. Yeah. And like vice versa. If this guy meets a girl on Hinge and then literally his only friends are his teacher coworkers mm-hmm. and they're like super close and they talk about other shit besides work and they're flirty, like then you're, I think that can be applied to any profession is what I'm trying to say. Okay. I, I don't hate that take. Um, And I, I do think it's different when, when you're like any company, say like my job now, I'm a nurse anesthetist, but we mm-hmm. have a very like good mix of men and women. If my work best friend is a guy and I had the option of like being work best friends with women and men, but it's just a guy and he's like also my best friend in life Okay. versus like this guy, his only option is women. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, is he best friends with them or are they just like his teacher friends? Yeah. Are we, are we doing happy hours when we're not at work? Right. Like, are we meeting up There's on a Saturday? There's a difference here between like him having teacher friends and then having like a work wife. Yeah. Like I think, I think there's always, it's always a little suspect, not always, sorry, but it can be a little suspect when someone's got a work wife or a work husband and they like are really close and they aren't friends with anybody else at work besides that one person. They've hooked up at the company Christmas party. And And, like they talk to them more than they talk to any of their other friends. Gone to their lake house maybe. Right. Or they're in Montauk house and her dog was awesome and... I'm just doing my story now. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying like, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. If he has other friends, I, I think those are two separate situations is what I'm saying. Like yeah. there's the work wife, work husband thing that also has its own question in itself. Like how, how much do you need to be jealous okay. of that person? Yeah. You know, but I think in this case, this seems like pretty harmless, but I, I don't think he has to lead every day with like, Hey, I'm a teacher and I only talk to girls like, 90% of the week okay. at work. Yeah, I agree. Like, you're not leading, you're, you're not bringing this up unsolicited. Yeah. In my opinion. Not being like, hey, before we get into this conversation, right. let me divulge like, my roster of friends that are all female. Right. But at the same time, like, it's easy to mention, like, y'all are talking about work. You can be like, yeah, well, I'm like one of two male teachers at the school. So, like, mm-hmm. all my work colleagues and friends are women. Yep. I feel like that kind of brings the heat down too. Yeah. And like, hey. be like they you know, it's nice having the opinion of like married women who are seventy five too. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good married seventy five year old opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe a recipe. I think too. if he's gonna bring it up to other girls yeah. and talk about the fact that he like only works with women and those are his friends, like make them seem harmless. Are yeah. they married? Are they fifty? Are you know? Are they ugly? You're, you can check all those boxes sure. and really bring the heat down. I yeah. just I, I'm trying to think of like the, the the mindset of the last girl who was not a fan of this is like, oh, you're banging teachers at work, right? Like that's that's where her brain went. Well, and so I, I think this is funny because like Will always like makes the joke like he's not jealous of my work situation yeah. at all. He's always like, what doctor are you like? trying to bone this week like Ooh. he like makes a joke and i'm like if he saw there's actually this really dope endocrine doctor that <laughs> no but i'm like if he saw the doctors that i worked with yeah he would never even try to make that joke because it's like so absurd there's mm-hmm. not a single attractive person i work with damn 
like hope I nobody's think, listening to this. No, but like I mean, there are, but like no one that I'm attracted to, or like they have families. Like, yeah, it's not a Grey's Anatomy situation where I work. Oh, okay. like we're not. No one's hooking up in closets. Okay, damn. Like nobody. No one. Any any have friends? I, I mean, I don't think so. Like I, oh. and maybe like I'm just like the married woman with the kid now. But like mm-hmm. even like our young group uh, that okay. I would say I'm a part of, like. We're all friends. Everyone has like a boyfriend or girlfriend that's like outside of the practice and no one's like trying to mix and mingle. I think that that gotcha. exists other places. It's never existed at a hospital. I think I've seen that. some, yeah, there's some videos of, of that kind of thing that Adam had sent me. Oh, like porn <laughs> videos? <laughs> like, yeah, but you I'm know sure. what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes, yes. I, so that's at any workplace. Like you can imagine what you want. Correct. You can make it how you want it to be in your own head. Correct. And like, nine times out of ten. Also, it's, it's like not. you have to remember, I mean, he doesn't need to explain this to people, but like teachers are not spending a lot of time with their colleagues. They're spending ninety percent of their time with freaking kids. Like, fourth graders too. They, like, like, yeah, fourth really, graders. really just So like ugh, being jealous of like <laughs> the cute like other fourth grade teacher, like he probably like only sees her like at lunch. Yep. And they just bitch about the kids in the yeah, class. Yeah, they're just like <laughs> shitting on all the kids. Right. Like they don't they're not like having like eyes for each other across mm-hmm. the lunch table unless they do gym class i'm just saying yeah so but i think I, th- I think he can bring it up in a context of like i'm talking about work mm-hmm. but i don't think he needs to like preface every time he goes out with somebody be like i, I work with mostly women no, I work, I, so i work with her she's just a work friend like yeah. don't you know there's gonna be three of us and or three girls one guy it's like we're going to happy hour and also like arguably like if you're having to explain to somebody that your work friend is just a work friend and not more than that, then Mm -hmm. like you need to reflect on the relationship that Mm -hmm. you have either with the work person or the relationship you have with your significant other because they're either jealous or you're going too far. Uh, Yeah, I agree. And a way to do that easily is bring your significant other around your work friends and like get everybody on the same level. Right. Boom. Trying to think of... The time I did that in New York, it worked. You know, like it, it went from having like, oh, this is so-and-so. I go to dinner with her like once a month. We just bitch about work, yada, yada. And the girl I was seeing was hated that until we all went to like a happy hour. And then I was like, oh, okay. I see, yeah. I see what dynamic is, this is. Yeah. And that brings the, the temperature down, so yeah. to speak. Anyway, I think we got that one. Yeah. No? <laughs> no, I'm just, yes, I get it. So you had a work wife is what you're saying? Yeah. I don't think I have a work husband. Yeah, I had a work wife. I don't have one. Like work wife in the sense that we would get drinks. We would slack, you know, daily, right? Who's your work wife at Washed? Uh, probably Andy? Will, what, honestly, Will? yeah. Will's, oh. Will's definitely my work wife at Well, Washed. y'all did spend the day... Together on Friday, like yeah, without me at the pool. S- sweet day bed situation. Pretty rude. Yeah. Couldn't go. Um, I guess I'm going to start being jealous of you every time we go. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I, I've had a, situ- a situation like like this where it was totally platonic. Mm-hmm. Never hooked up. Never did anything. Never got even close to that point. Didn't want to. And work wife that my girlfriend at the time did not like. Okay. So, but... Well, I guess Caroline and I need to meet about you and Will, so. Yeah, well, 
I don't, I don't know if I can change that. Sorry. Okay. Sally, before we get out of here, let's do some shower thoughts because I have a very important shower thought for you. Okay. It's a question. Okay. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. If you could only choose one vehicle, one sauce vehicle, one condiment vehicle to have for the rest of your life, the sauces, you get, you get the variety of sauces forever, but you can only have chips or french fries as a vehicle to deliver that sauce to your mouth for the rest of your life. Which one are you choosing and why? I thought you were going to like let me choose the vehicle and I already was like chicken tenders. Oh, okay. So you're going off the board. <laughs> you just want chicken tenders, ranch and barbecue sauce and ketchup and like you can mustard, give it honey mustard, sauce, tartar like you sauce. Can gravy. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to go with fry here. You're dumping exact. chips. I okay, I'm a noted chips lover. I actually was talking to somebody about this at lunch the other day at work. Being like, somebody was like, I don't even like flavored chips. I just like tortilla chips. And I was like, are you fucking crazy? We're not friends like, anymore. like, ew, like Doritos. I was like, did you just say, ew, Doritos? Like, Doritos are delightful. Okay. Ma'am. You ever had a salt and pepper wavy chip from Trader Joe's? Have you ever had a jalapeno chip from Zaps? Like, you idiot. But I got to go fry here. I need, like, the. Yep. I need the. Uh, like sustenance. I need to like the stability of like a fry, like dipped into gravy. Or like Got it. Dipped into, dipped into like barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce, yeah. or or even a tartar sauce. Let me throw out my personal favorite garlic aioli. Yeah, I love a garlic I have, aioli. Uh, at garlic aioli on Instagram is my my food Instagram. That I, I travel the world to find the world's best garlic aioli. Oh so, wow! Yeah. Okay, um, uh, like the one. The one thing I think I'm missing if I give up chips is it, mm. is chips and salsa, which is like a personal favorite. That's was my initial scare was yeah. salsa, chips, and queso specifically. But, but have you ever put fries? You in You can queso? dip the fuck out of a fry in queso. I, that's actually yeah. my go-to order at Alamo Draft House is getting a thing of fries and a side really? of queso. Oh man, I'm I, a little yeah. piggy. Uh, <laughs> I the answer is the answer is fries. I mean, I'm giving up all dressed chips, which sucks. What what about between fries and chicken tenders though? Like, what are you? I think because of the variety of sauces I can use, like I don't think I'm going to dip a chicken tender in queso, and I love queso too much. <laughs> okay. I don't think there's a single thing I would dip a fry into that I also wouldn't dip really? a chicken tender into. Chicken tender, arguably, you could do more. Like, are you going to dip? A fry into marinara, but you could do a chicken tender and a marinara, make a little egg, like a little uh, chicken parmesan situation. <sighs> Fuck, Sally. I don't know. Yeah, I don't See, know anymore. I'm flipping your shower but, thought on you. This is my shower thought. Chicken I tinder. think <laughs> bite for bite, sans sauce. I think I like a fry taste better than a chicken tender. Just straight up in front of you. You have one fry, one chicken tender. I think I would take the fry. No, I'm going chicken tender. I fucking love chicken dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think ch- chips are out. Both, I, both I flavored and chips, unflavored. But that's the thing about chips. Like, I don't have to have a sauce to enjoy chips. Yeah. Nor do I have to for a fry or a chicken tinder, but it elevates my experience. Got it. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page there. I expected you to be chips because I figured the chip salsa connection was too strong. No. But you chicken. can also put salsa on, like, everything. You can. 
You can still enjoy salsa. I mean, like I can like I will spoon salsa into my mouth. I don't really care. Got it. Pace. Yeah, pace. I've Let's gone go. on record saying I like pace. Let's go. Everyone Sally. shit all over you, and then I yep. was like, I have said that in the past before you even said it that I liked pace. Thank you, thank you, Sally. God, freaking salsa nerds out there. I mean, I I enjoy a really good homemade salsa too, That's but true. like I'm not gonna shit on pace. It's decent. That'll do it for the mail-in podcast. Sal, you have fun today? Mm-hmm. Uh, in conclusion, Adam, you have fun today, by the way? That was a great day. Great day. No one can hear you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us with a subscribe. Rate five stars. Give us a review. Tell a friend about the podcast. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio, at mail-in podcast. Sally, where can the folks find you? At Sally DeFreeze on Instagram and Twitter. There you go. Adam, thank you. Sally, thank you. We will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.